round by round, drink till you drown are the words the singer screams. And I drink a toast to the ghost of all the things I have seen. Cause we are all trying so hard to be all the things that we're not. Like pretty and smart and clever and hard. When we're all just weak and lost. And I am at it again. Trying to drink myself back to sin. I am at it again. Trying to let the demons in. I am at it again. Trying to drink myself back to sin. And I am at it again. Trying to let the demons win. Hello. Hi. Hello, everyone. It is a new year. Welcome to 2022. Where at least it's not 2021. That's its motto. Um, my sinuses have been giving me real fits lately. Um, which is great when that's also all, shares a lot of symptoms with uh, Omicron. The new variant of COVID. So I just keep getting buying tests when and you know which are at the moment hard to find, and just keep testing myself. And so far I've continued to dodge that bullet, but um, it feels pretty uh, bleak again. And um, I think at the top I just wanted to acknowledge that that um. <clears throat> It's uh, really hard right now, e- even if you're doing everything right, that there are, is just a lot of people getting COVID again. Um, Omicron seems to be killing fewer poop people, and that's good, but not as good as if uh, the government stepped in and paid people to stay home, um, or if all of society was on the same page about vaccinations. Um, so it's not as good as that, but it's, um, something, I guess. Um, so it's, um, it's been a weird start to the year, you know? And, um, I'm, I'm in a weird place, uh, I'm, I have concerns uh, today. Um, I'm recording this on Saturday, the um, 8th of January, 2022. And <clears throat> today there was a big uh, rally in Chicago, um, uh, March for Life. Um, so it was a bunch of uh, white people wanting to tell everyone what to do with their bodies. Um, just, a, an anti-abortion March. And, um, there was a neo-Nazi group <clears throat> called Patriot Front that showed up to try and piggyback on that March. And they, um, I believe, oh, 
I believe they used to be called were they were they already Patriot Front when Reunite the Right happened or were they still American Vanguard? I can't remember off the top of my head. Um, but they used to be called something else, <clears throat> I believe, when they were involved in Unite the Right. Um, they needed to distance themselves or try to distance themselves from the old name and rebranded themselves. Um, and now they're called Patriot Front. Um, you've probably seen videos of them. They wear khakis, white polos. They have um, stupid face masks that are American flags. <clears throat> and they they look like nerds because they're nerds, but they are nerds that are are white supremacist neo Nazis. So you kind of you chuckle at them, but also understand that um, as pathetic as they are, they want to hurt people and kill people. Um, and that's a bummer, and that's dangerous. And it feels like the energy uh, continues to get pushed in a more um, egregiously violent way um, on the right. And um, abortion is always something that uh, both political power groups on the right and then political extremist groups on the right use to get people like my mom who, when she was alive, started kind of getting radicalized um, to get them to fall in line with um, pretty extremist ideas. Uh, in Knoxville, Tennessee, uh, there was a Planned Parenthood that was burned down, and um, the authorities came out uh, yesterday, day before, and officially said, I think it was the day before, said um, that that was arson. So that feels targeted, obviously. And um, I know how hard it all is, how tough of a couple of years it's been, and how it continues to be tough. And I know the, I know, I know the want to just push it away and try and find anything else to think about. And I, all I can tell you is. I, I definitely think mental health is important. I think that your personal health is important. I think um, you have to take care of yourself. The, the only way that you can help others is if you are in a good place. Not the only way. The best way to help others is to be in a, a good place uh, yourself. That being said, I don't think we have much time to do that kind of stuff anymore. I think we have to kind of start getting into a more of a mindset of the clock is, is running out and we need to be ready, which means nothing, um, militant. I'm not here to, I, I, I think it means that you need to be talking to the people around you, the people that you care about. Um, 
any black and brown friends or queer, um, trans friends, um, find a, find a, uh, if you're a white person, don't be very careful about how you approach it, but we all need to start reaching out to each other and connecting and kind of like seeing where everyone's at and just, you know, being ready for scary shit. Um, the one year anniversary of January 6th happened this week. And, um, I firmly believe that because none of the political leaders of, of that incident have been, um, held accountable at all that, um, we're, we're, we're still in a position to have it happen again. And I think the next time might be more violent. Um, and then this is all a real bummer, but, um, I think it's important stuff. I personally am, am doing things like this. Um, also trying to make sure the people around me know where I'm at, know what I'm thinking. And, um, and also just trying to figure out my own, like what the, what any kind of next things I need to be doing. I don't, I don't, I'm never going to have all the answers. I'm not going to pretend to, I'm just a human trying to be helpful and loving and less shitty than he used to be. That's it. Try and make some art along the way. Try and love some folks along the way. Um, I have two beautiful little pugs laying on my bed, both staring at me. Cookie is head tilting and tilting back and forth. Um, Rosie is mad that I'm not petting her right now. Um, so yeah, um, that's that. Uh, there's more stuff to say. I don't know what I, what, I don't know. I don't have completely organized thoughts right now, but I want, it's a, I wanted to say some stuff and I wanted to say it up top. Um, now we will, you know, take a deep breath. And we will move on to hot topics. There was a um, TikTok video I saw <clears throat> this week uh, posted up on the Instagrams that um, listed off a whole bunch of um, uh, albums, uh, Screamo albums that turned uh, uh, 20 uh, this this week or this year, I mean. And then also, um, uh, right before that, uh, my good friend, uh, Trisha, they, uh, posted that they were, you know, rediscovering Screamo that day and kind of going down the rabbit hole, which, you know, made me think about a hot topic (laughs) and, uh, how I, (laughs) I made, uh, I paid my bills for a lot of years selling Screamo band merch, um, 
and it was a genre that I I love, um, but have have um, by the time you get into the two thousands, I <laughs> there were there were definitely bands that I um, th- thought were better than others, and there were a lot of bands that I just liked the first album, and when they did the second album or the third album, I was like, nah, I really liked that first one. But in general, I I I, I was thinking about um, emo and hardcore, post hardcore, and kind of um, their journey together, and and what those what that genre, and then more importantly, not even more importantly, and the, and what the you know. Art is not a isolated things. We use genre terms, but really it's all bleeding in and out of each other. It's all <clears throat> morphing and changing all the time. It's not created in a vacuum. And so um, the <clears throat> early mid 2000s uh, screamo is all um, taken from the, the, um, you know, you trace that back to the late, very late '90s, um, refused, and the shape of punk to come, and um, uh, at the drive-in uh, relationship of command. Um, refused is a hardcore band. More, you know, I don't, I wouldn't call them an emo band. I don't wouldn't say that they're a screamo band. I'm not trying to make that, but. I, there's a there was the the dynamics on the shape of punk to come the that i think are the you can find that dna in what became screamo like the i think the the kids that were listening to that first or that second refused record i think a lot of them translated that into the stuff that you find in those screamo records at the drive in definitely you know relationship of command Again, I don't know if I would call it a actual um, screamo record, but it's very much connected. And and when you take another step backwards, you know, I I think that uh, you have um, several things happening. When you take a step backwards, you have the '90s um, emo scene which definitely took a lot of twists and turns. And then you had, you know, the post hardcore scene, which I, I post hardcore, um, probably what I'm murkier on other than the kind of like, um, crown jewel at the top of, I don't know if that's a terrible way of putting it. The, the band that everyone wanted to, you know, that would say was kind of the post hardcore band is Fugazi. And Fugazi is so influential. I cannot talk. I cannot say that word apparently. That um, there's very little post hardcore that I, you know, I think it all kind of has them in there somewhere. They just were all encompassing. And at some point, I will I will talk more about Fugazi. Uh, I know Nat wants to come on and and do that episode with me, or 
Um, maybe I'll do a, a two-parter or something. But um, Fugazi is a really important, really interesting band ethically as well as artistically. <clears throat> and um, so all of that, and you know, and then um, the on the emo side of it, you have Braid and Promise Ring and and Small Brown Bike and um, uh, Texas is the reason. Uh, you, in all of these, these things happening, you know, drive like Jehu, um, all of this stuff kind of happening and churning in the nineties. And then that, you know, kind of, um, goes in different forks and paths, but then it comes back, you know, where, where the emo side of it kind of got poppier and kind of started pushing into, you know, your, your dashboard confessionals and, um, you know, uh, everything Conor Burst started doing in the early 2000s. Um, brand new um, was kind of like pop punk and then kind of went into more of an, a poppy emo-y kind of thing. But he also has sex with teenagers, so fuck him. Um, and um, probably even before that, um, um, Jimmy Eats World you know, is a big important part of that puzzle. And then it weird, it kind of weirdly and interesting, not weirdly, but more interestingly kind of all reconnected in uh screamo. And the first screamo band that I, I personally ever came in contact with was, was Thursday. I remember, <clears throat> I don't, no, I take that back. I don't remember where I heard it first, I, but I remember buying Full Collapse and then just being just play. I played that for like half a year, just almost on loop. It was so important and so um, changed, uh, kind of like my interests at the time. Um, and, but is not what I'm going to be talking about today. I kind of want to wait and do that later. I kind, I kind of want to, you know, go through the, you know, Thursday happens and then kind of like branches off its it, into other bands. The, the label that Thursday's on, um, eyeball also is the label that finds, um, my chemical romance. Uh, also is the label that finds murder by death and all of those roads kind of intersect there. And I, I think all that's really interesting, but <clears throat> all that to say is it kind of all turns and, and, and swirls around and becomes this whole scene where you have a whole bunch of bands now that are all doing this screamo thing. You have, uh, senses fail. You have my chemical romance. You have Thursday. You have um, taking back Sunday. You have oh, you know, uh, story of the year, right? Uh, you have all of these bands that are doing this, and and the the one band that I kind of like would talk about the most in hot topic that I just kind of really fucking loved their first record. I didn't like the second record, but just still to this day, passionately dig the first record was a band called Finch. 
and the album uh, What It Is to Burn. And uh, <clears throat> they are... I, I, what the things that I'm about to say, I don't mean in an insulting way, because as I, as I said, I, I love, I love this record. I love it. I, I, I've only, I just recently, like yeah, when, when Trisha was talking about, uh, Screamo and, and everything, I kind of literally, I pulled up that video for what it is to burn. And it was the first time I'd listened to that song in a couple of years. And, and even though I haven't listened to the whole record in even longer than that, I bet you I still know almost all the words, you know, not by memory, like can sing them now. But if, you, if I put that record on, I bet you I can sing with most of it. <clears throat> and um, there was nothing that kind of like specifically made them stand out out or away from all of the other stuff happening in that scene at that moment. I just fucking love it. I don't know. It, it's, it's always interesting, right? When you have a, a scene where there's five, six, seven, 15, 20 bands that make it to like national or worldwide, uh, notoriety. And, um, what, when you can, um, you can, uh, they're all a part of the same genre. They're all a part of the same kind of scene at the same moment. And some you vibe with, 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 and some you don't. And, and that's always really interesting to me, you know, uh, why that is. I, cause I don't think anybody really has a good answer. It's just kind of like, sometimes you vibe with what you vibe with. And I, I loved it. The, the lyrics are dramatic. The, uh, guitars are crunchy and also dramatic. And, um, it's, it is a, just a big swirling late teens, early twenties ball of over the top emotions. And, um, I think when you get into things like boy sets fire, uh, you can see where the genre can be, you know, going back to the roots of it, you know, as I talked about with refused, like there and at the drive-in there are, uh, where there's ways to be more political or more, um, socially conscious and aware of, um, what's going on. But let's be honest, the bands that were really big and then, the one that became the the ruler of them all, Mike Mike Hem, they were just they were just love songs. They were just jilted love songs, or ice, or or you know social isolation songs. Like they were about feeling weird or feeling in love and heartbroken. And um, those are important parts of what makes us us. What makes people people? You know, uh, love is such a powerful and abused feeling and it is often also used as an excuse to be shitty and um you know going you know you listen we we've talked about it on the podcast before uh you listen to the lyrics of um those first two brand new records and he's fucking a piece of shit man he's singing real shitty stuff about 
um, females in those those songs. <clears throat> and um, I don't know. I, I that that kind of in hindsight bums me out. Um, not kinda. Uh, I wish that I had been a better person back then and had been more aware of the kind of toxic view of relationships that I was ingesting and then spewing back out into the world. I think you can even see it in, in me in that, um, very first loon record. Um, no one wants to sleep alone. Um, a lot of the lyrics on there are toxic and shitty. Um, and that's, that is, you know, what, what things like this are for this podcast and this moment is to kind of like celebrate the music, but when necessary, point out the bullshit. Um, because I, I want the world to be better. Um, but, uh, to come back around to Finch, uh, it's a fun record. It's, a it's a dramatic and loud and dynamic, quiet, loud, quiet, loud. I, I love it. I love it. And um, I'm going to play the 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 song off of that record, uh, What It Is to Burn, uh, right this very moment.
good song you know it's just a good song um (laughs) i was listening along with you just now and um i uh i just every every time it just makes me like move my head and just kind of get into it because it just something about that quiet loud you know Oh, well, it's that '90s. It's that '90s teen in me, man. Like you, you don't you don't have to do much. You just have to have a good catchy chord structure and just get quiet and loud and quiet and loud. Um, so yeah, I uh, I I liked some screamo, man, as we all all did, and uh, and then I disliked a lot of it too, and I disliked a lot of these bands' next records. Um, just wasn't for me uh so yeah um i hope you're okay um if you have gotten covid uh i hope that it wasn't too bad uh get vaccinated get your boosters okay even if you've had covid please get get them they make every you safer they make everyone around you safer it makes everything better please um i want to play shows again someday I want to see my friends. <clears throat> so yeah, be anti-fascist, be anti-racist actively, loudly with your whole chest. Be pro black and brown, be pro queer and trans. Love the people around you. Be kind when you can. Be helpful, always. Be vulnerable, even though it's hard. I love you very much. Loon loves you very much. We'll see you on the next one.